It's what happens when you let amateurs use your equipment. How embarrassing. I bet. Did he seem angry? No. What are you doing? I want to listen to this through with my headphones. Oh. What are you listening to? Beatles. The Beatles and the Stones. Suck the marrow out of bone. Put the V in Vietnam. The Beatles and the Stones made it good to be a drone. There she goes again. Your mother should know. Ah, your mother should know. Ah, sing it again. You seem quite quiet. I don't feel it. I had a terrible frog in my throat on the way down. I hope it doesn't happen again. Where um, were the Beatles and the Stones actually on the naming committee for all countries? That's right. They put the marrow into bones. I sound really echoey. Am I in a echo chamber? Echo chamber. Sometimes. Are you sure my you sure my mic's on? I think. Try now. Yeah. No. See what the hell's going on? I don't know. Um, it's. Yeah, I, I notice you sound brilliant. Do I? That's yeah. just my voice. Bastard. Do you not sometimes feel like it's all an echo chamber? Could be. How's this? Is this I mean, better? we are effectively not very effectively anything, really. Do you know? I was I was doing the trim on the wrong person. You idiot. <laughs> We are uh, two white, straight male podcasters, largely podcasting two white. I'm not sure I want to be identified as purely straight anymore. Straight because I like the look at penises. So it's all an echo chamber. Are the penises going into anything? Yeah, I don't mind them going into stuff. Well, I mean, are they normally going into anything? No, but I'm happy to look at a penis. I don't want to kiss another man, but I don't mind looking at his penis. Do you know? It's funny. That's the almost. Uh, not opposite necessarily, mm. but almost because the opposite would be completely the other end of the mm. Kinsey scale, probably. But between the two of us, yeah. we probably would be comfortable with doing the things that a, a gay man would be comfortable with doing. I think, yeah, if you combine the both of us, we probably make one gay man. Yeah, yeah, one gay man. Mm. That's what this podcast <laughs> should be called. It should be. <laughs> or we'll do a supplement, a supplement just for the yeah. patrons. Uh, listener, this is Two Grown Men. Uh, I'm trying to do a bit of admin and be official because there's something I need to tell you. It's very exciting. Are you going to tell them you're hanging in a buffalo stance at yeah. the moment? He it, really is. It's like it's, like it's 1988 feels, again. This shirt feels very tight. I'm feeling a bit heart attacky. Um, I'll try not to have a heart attack in front of you. James, or I've listener. Done, I've, done, I've done my CPR, though. I feel right. Oh, good. Okay. But you don't want to kiss men. You don't do that now. It's just chest compressions. Is it? You don't do any kissing? No. What's the point of that then? I might stick my dick in your mouth while I'm doing it. <laughs> um, I'd just have to... I'd, I'd be unconscious. I'd have to accept that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want this to get all gay panicky. I don't want it to be like Deadpool, for example. Uh, I, I don't think we are gay panicky. I just want to talk to the listener about the Patreon. We have a Patreon uh, that supports this podcast and the other podcast we do. Uh, we have issues, and it's at patreon.com forward slash TOTP. But just this week, we uh, sent out our first uh, reward for people who contribute uh, or donate more than $2 a month. Is that rewarding in inverted commas? No, it's definitely <laughs> rewarding. The uh, excellent, one of our favorite uh, co uh, host podcaster mm. people, one of the most talented people we've worked with. My certainly, favorite. certainly in terms of um, uh, uh, age to skill ratio, <laughs> she's 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 better than all of us, Your pretty she, much. Yeah, definitely. Um, is uh, Scarlett? Uh, we, we basically she gets a bit slanderous towards the end. I think it's okay. Okay, who's she slandering? Just you. Me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay. She's your, she's your blood of your blood. When you, She's the fruit of your loins. When when you um when you if you're a patron and you hear that bit at the end where she's she's um being disingenuous about me, she was straight arming me at the time as well. She was keeping me away from the mic. Ah, she's got the skills. She has. So did she learn that from Jane? Do you think? Probably. 
So uh, basically, once a month, if you uh, contribute more than $2 a month to us at, on the Patreon, you can get an extra little uh, episode, a podcast episode supplemental thing from James and his daughter Scarlett. We do them regularly. Yeah. I'm not going to put a definite schedule on it because she's five and mercurial, but... Well, we've said we'll give them them once a month. At least one, at least one, one okay. a month. Okay, good. But I hope to do more than one a month. Oh, I thought you were backing off slightly from no, the no, one no, a month. No, 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 I hope to do one a month, but I can't commit to weekly, just, you know, because family life. Yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah. Like, I mean, just imagine a weekly podcast that comes out every two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can bear, I can scarcely, I'd probably unsubscribe. I've, uh, I've been very bad about this podcast i have i've not been very well i've had a bad i thought it was a bad back i went to the doctor mm. uh, the doctor prodded me uh, to be fair though mm. i might have guided the doctor a little bit by okay. saying well sometimes it feels muscular but it doesn't really feel muscular it feels more like when i had kidney stones 20 years ago i deliberately put in 20 years ago so mm. that he wouldn't think i was saying i think this is definitely kidney stones i assumed he'd read into it that I don't remember it that well. Uh, but he, he prodded me in my muscles right. and said, well, it doesn't seem to be bothering you that much, uh, which is diff it's difficult because I might have been brave facing it because I'm a man. So he was he was poking me and I was trying to establish, now, if I were a proper man, yeah, how, to w at which point would this pain be normal pain? Well, I, I usually work on the assumption that um, in a doc doctor's examination – if you um, – I, I usually think that the reactions to their prodding are involuntary is what they're looking right, for. Right. They're poking you hard enough that you you, you, go, you wouldn't be it, able to help it, it. Okay. So even like a Bear Grylls, Ross Kemp, like level man. So he was a pretty excellent because he decided that I needed a scan uh, because it might be kidney stones. And he was happy to talk to me as if it were kidney stones, making me – basically enabling me. Yeah, enabling the the slight um, it's obsessive like it's a obsessiveness driven hypochondria. I don't think I'm worried about being ill. I don't think I want to be ill. But once I start thinking hard enough about anything, mm. in this case, the pain in my might be my back or my kidneys. Uh, I do start overthinking it just because it's my nature to overthink everything. These things can be a problem. Have you ever asked someone to watch um, a Terry Gilliam high-budget film on your behalf? No. I'm just wondering if you've got Baron Munchausen by proxy. Oh, <laughs> that was excellent. But we're not in the comedy category on iTunes. Oh, sorry. So just scrub that from the record. Yes. I'm going to write that down. That's it, going in my tight five. <laughs> tight five. I've actually got a list. Why well, did, did I did a list last time we we did it and you didn't you didn't really care for my list. So. No, I mean that was a list about things we have to cover, but I realized when I was feeding Oh, you've done a list of things that are wrong with you. These no, are the maladies. I uh I re I've got I've got four things written down, but basically there are three things to talk about on the podcast in case we get, you know, if we in case we run out of things to talk about. As often happens. I, what I've done is I've put some random names and body parts into a blue bowl. <laughs> and uh, if we run out of stuff to talk about, I thought maybe we could play a game. That's a bit of a uh, mobcast yeah, that's a cool deep dive. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a deep cut. Um, just going to clear my throat. <clears throat> I bet you cut that out, so there's no point in saying that. Yeah. Because you, you weren't telling me. So there's another... Um, I, I just If you want to listen to us not be not be a comedy podcast, uh, you can listen to all of the previous episodes at twogrownmen.net uh, or you can subscribe to us at your podcatcher of choice. There are quite often good show notes for these shows. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned before, you can uh, uh, support us at patreon.com. There is currently a fundraiser to try and cover hosting fees. We've got a hosting bill that comes in at the end of this month. And I'm really struggling to sort that out. I thought I'd sorted it out. And then I did a little test by paying a pound to the – because it's for Elephant Words as well. So mm. I, I put the – I'm testing out on Elephant Words. I, I donated a pound mm -hmm. via PayPal mm. and I got the thing back and it said 77p and I freaked wow. the fuck out. Wow. I don't – it's anything – basically PayPal – this isn't very interesting, listener. I'm just telling. This is just for James's. Just, just don't let's skip ahead uh, a minute. Mm. Um, 
or like 30 seconds. I'm not sure. It depends on your uh, your pod. Whatever you're using to listen to this, it might have a skip forward function. Apple, for example, is 15 seconds. Yeah, okay. Skip forward two, two or three of those. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I so, thought you were going to leave a 45-second pause <laughs> then. So, um, yeah, basically PayPal, and I didn't know this. I knew they must yeah. take some charge, but I assumed it was a percentage, but they take a, a, a minimum 20p charge okay. right. to the uh, pe- people being paid on every, like, transaction and then they apply a tiny percentage mm. so where i was testing with a pound that looked really really bad i was like 20 fucking percent what so the, so the moral to this is if you want to give us some money give us lots yeah i think i think that might be the moral but by the time you listen to this hopefully there will be some way of uh, helping we don't to be honest our patreons have covered a, an awful lot like roughly half and you and I should probably talk about this off the because there might be something I can you know do at the end of the month. Yeah, to help but there's ameliorate a ameliorate the the situation. We don't we don't talk about like listen. There's there's an understanding that we're going to keep doing this. So if we can't get help mm. from people, we'll probably pay it out of our own pocket. That I think everyone kind of understands that because we've been doing it for eight years already, or there's, six years, or whatever. Or at least seven. seven. I think people get that. I'm trying to. I'm right. trying to. I'm, it's not really a sales job. I'm just trying to create well, a sense of community and all in it together, sort of a thing. So the, the how's it a sense of community? We're all in it together. If we're saying, "Come on, pay up," well, no, we, we're, we're already not the ones. You already contribute to the Patreon, and you're trying to set us up as a charity, which I think is very iffy. I am not very iffy. <laughs> no, I was confused by PayPal's. Basically, the plugin I was using. Mm-hmm. Sorry, listener, this is really just skip forward. <laughs> 15 seconds the plugin i was using we're gonna have to say that every 15 seconds now and another one the plugin i was using is very vague about like the distinction between donation and and transaction and i think the setting i needed was donation but that sent me down this spiral of well what the fuck and another one what the fuck are we sort of and then that got me looking at paypal's page on non-profit and i was like well but i mean do we because it's just going for so it was very confusing I got very confused. I was genuinely confused. I don't want to. I don't want to dodge paying fees. No. But if there's a way of, um, if 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 strictly speaking, we shouldn't be paying PayPal as much, mm. then I would sooner avoid that. Is PayPal um, in any way affiliated to the Pope? I don't know because it sounds like sounds it like it should be, be doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. It's they not spelt tr- right. They missed a trick there with the way they designed their logo, didn't they? Yeah. They should have put a little... What's his little funny little hat called? A hat. Yeah, his hat. A hood? No, but you know his funny hat that makes his head look like a dick? His dick hat. Dick hat. <laughs> right, the Pope's dick hat. Who sounds... Oh, there sound- too many good, like, one gay man and... Dick hat sounds Pope's like dick a, hat. Sounds like a Dutch manager. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. That's football yeah. reference. I want to talk to you about football very, very briefly. Oh, this is going to be a short episode. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I you might did. want to skip forward 45 minutes. Is it? Would it be weird to give people an actual bank actual bank details and get yes. them transfer? Yeah, it really would. It's all very confusing. It's difficult. People seem to make this look easy. This is why Kickstarter and Indiegogo managed to do so well because – it's way, despite having subpar discovery mechanisms. Well, Patreon is definitely subpar. Yeah, uh, it's because it's so much easier than actually, mm. like, trying to do this stuff on your own site. Funnily enough, when I went to look for uh, Doug Benson's Getting Dug With High Patreon, I found that very easily. Well, I mean, the will was probably there more. No, I've I've tried really hard to discover ours. I had to type the URL, which is... Uh, patreon.com forward slash t-o-t-p this isn't my job okay no i'm not i'm no good at it i'm not knocking you no I think i'm not you're very good, good at it no i think you're very good you keep the wheels of the other 10 percent spinning when no one else will michael georgiou has done us a logo for the patreon it's, it's really it's nice really nice yeah and he's gonna he's doing all sorts of he's doing all sorts of really helpful things with the picture of our faces that he did mm. Because I want to be able to use that image, but some it's not anyway. Is he altering it? Because what I'm what I'm doing with the beard at the moment, I've cut it. He's right. not making you look better. I'm cutting it right. I've cut it right down, so I'm just stubbly at the moment. I like. I'm going. I'm going full Zapata. I'm going to Frank Zappa. Zappa. I like how we look like drawings. Yeah. 
and a bit arty yeah. and a bit earthy, yeah. but we also look like Muppets in that picture. I, like I really my, like how our noses are Muppets. I particularly like the noses. Muppet noses. Yeah, but, so if you just take away the bit of the chin, chin hair, there's going to be no chin hair soon. Have you... I was at the weekend... Um, we visited my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, and their two sons. Um, I'm not going to uh, talk too much about that. Like Tatooine. Yes, two sons, like Tatooine. I'm not going to talk too much about that because I should talk to my sister about how comfortable she is with me just talking about her sons. Mm. But they're all lovely, and her sons are amazing. Her One of her sons, the youngest, has these uh, toys that – it really made me think of uh, Bevis Musson. Yeah. They don't look like Bevis Musson, but he really likes the Disney princesses. And they're these little uh, Disney – Bevis Musson really likes the Disney – or talks about Disney princesses and stuff quite a lot, I think. Or maybe just princesses and I get confused because he's got that very dainty drawing style. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't connect him, but you do for whatever okay. reason. Okay. Um, and and also my nephew really likes the Disney princesses, but he's got these little clip-on, they're like little Disney um, uh, uh, princesses with these clip-on outfits that are really, really good. And we really liked them, and Noah played with him for ages playing with them. And then uh, Amy, so Amy looked them up, and it was like 39 quid for just a few yeah, of these tiny. They're tiny. Right. The right. sculpts are amazing, though. Mm. And while I'm on the subject of Disney toys, Lee Alexander wrote, and it is for actual proper parents, it's probably uh, in this modern age, it, it's probably a very superficial article, but she wrote a post uh, where as a civilian, who as far as I know doesn't have children, um, she uh, just discovered those Kinder Egg unboxing, un- undoing videos on YouTube. About, I was talking about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun reading reading what that's like mm. for someone who just comes across it in the wild. Or well, she came across it across it through her, her niece or something yeah. like that. Nice bit she? of validation, though. Yeah, it mm. was it was weird. I, I expected to be taken the task as a dreadful parent, but she was quite positive about it. Yeah, that. ultimately it was quite positive, but it was interesting. I'll, I'll try and find that again and put a link mm. to it in the show notes. Um, but, yeah, I think we first found all of those youtube videos by seeing them at um at my sister's house but i tell you i tell you about the thing that because because we kind of let scarlet have her head with these because as she mentions in the article if you lock youtube down in terms of its safe searching it's a really safe environment to let your kid play in she feels like she's got freedom and something of her own it's good so I have to say, between that and Netflix on the iPad, it's um, her entertainment. She never wants the telly on. It's odd. Well, and a lot of the... Um, Although she's going to be really pissed off tonight because I've got the iPad in front of me. A lot of the... Pat, 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 pad. Pat, pat. Pat, pat. Um, a lot of the uh, things that Noah watches just off his own back are actually teaching resources as well. Yeah. Like, he, he does get a lot from us in the Childminder as well, mm-hmm. but... There's um, he just watches alphabet videos. Scarlet some the of them really age. nicely animated. Yeah, Scarlet are the same age, like the counting and the. Oh, can I can I just add how very proud where you're looking at I am and my daughter. Last two weeks she's got ten out of ten on the spelling test. That is excellent. I'm really proud of her. She's really concentrating, picking the. Nick works really hard. I cannot claim any credit. Nick works so hard with her on that stuff, and Nick Nicky's really good at making it fun as well, which is like it's lovely. I uh, just uh, for the listener, if we ever get to the point where we're properly self-sufficient via the Patreon mm. or any other fundraising activities, obviously Nicola will benefit as well. Yeah, uh, just James just did a very good job of selling his wife as a as a little uh, thought product. There, good. She deserves she deserves your support, listener. And yeah. supporting us tacitly supports her too. And baby needs shoes. And baby needs a new pair of shoes. And the more mentally healthy and validated James feels, mm. the easier her life is. Yeah, that's true. And the same goes for my wife too. Except I'll never be that mentally healthy or validated. because no, I'm, I'm getting at her, mate, I'll tell you. Malcontent or whatever, it's what fuels me. Um, I'm having a really nice run of uh, of not feeling depressed. Well, that's good. good. Yeah, that's no, good. Um. 
So, and I, actually, Amy does loads of work with, like, she's she's very attentive with Noah as well. Uh, I tweeted earlier today that uh, having a young child in the house is like experiencing the singularity every day. You know, the singularity in the way it's most regularly talked about now is when um, AI develops to the point, the point in time where uh, artificial intelligence is developed to the point where they can start creating new thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, actually sort of it, uh, essentially self-replicating because they'll be creating new intelligence really i think mm-hmm. that's how it works and that's basically what happens with a kid like they need you constantly for everything for the first six months or a year and then after that they're basically just some of it you know is stuff they've picked up from you and from outside stimulus the thing that made me think of it this week is there seem to have been loads of things with noah he's at that stage where a lot of what he's saying is repetition but then a lot of it is there's this song a nursery rhyme called um uh monkeys on the bed have you the uh it goes five little monkeys jumping on the bed one fell off and bumped his head Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Doodaloo-loo-loo-loo. And then it goes, four little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor. And anyway, you get the idea, right? I've not, I've not heard that before. <laughs> In the, and you get to the end and the Doctor basically doesn't change his tune at all, which is odd because whenever I've watched a, an American hospital drama, if a child comes in with even the slightest bruise, they're straight onto social services. Yeah. The Doctor or child comes services. in says, is it lupus? No more monkeys. In your house, mummy, stop. You just, I told you, don't let them jump on the bed. Yeah. And you've let them. How you constrain monkeys to just jumping on the bed, I don't know, though, anyway, because strictly speaking, they're probably all over the bloody shop, and aren't they? flinging their shit about. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Mm. It's never entirely clear which sort of monkeys. No. Um, but so we sing that a lot, like an awful mm-hmm. lot in our house. And because uh, Noah loves it. And the other day he was in the bath and he was just, he was playing with his little, he's got these little like felt, uh, sponge not sponge they're little like polystyrene sticker type things not polystyrene i don't know what they're made late like they're weird anyway they're really cute they're like different animals spongy things yeah yeah. and some of them are fishes and he just started singing to himself uh one little he quite often uses different animals but calls them monkeys when Mm. he's doing this but he said one little and then he paused slightly and said fishy jumping in the bath and then he sang the rest of it that way and that sounds doesn't probably sound that important to someone who hasn't spent loads of time around a baby or a, a no, child. He's taking but it's logical huge. leaps. And um, and yesterday, Amy texted me and said he's singing a song to himself while he has lunch. Uh, J is for jam, j j jam, which is kind of the the form that mm-hmm. a lot of those phonics yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, videos take. But then he said. R is for red jam, r, r, red jam. T is for tasty, t, t, tasty. Oh. Now, like, he knows the word tasty. Mm. He knows the words red and jam. That all makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But knowing, but if that was repetition, they never use red or red jam mm. as an example on those videos you know what i mean it's, no he's putting it together himself and, it's very that's very impressive and actually. they'd never do tasty and all of that stuff every time you hear something like that you're like where the yeah. this is and your first instinct is to say where the fuck did he pick that up from yeah. and then you're like no he's just thinking yeah also though uh very late the other night i was uh i'd gone up to bed amy had gone up to bed a bit earlier because she was tired and i went up to bed and i was stood outside his room and i heard him shout no, go away, please. Ah. And I, I stopped moving because I didn't want to wake him up or anything. And then he just went off. So not only is his little brain working away on coming up with new thoughts, um, it's also freaking the fuck out of his parents. Good. And he's having bad dreams. Mm. But I guess Scarlett's always doing stuff like that as well. Oh, so sure. she's. But I, I, at which point, how much of it how much of it can you differentiate from what she's picking up at school 
and what she's being taught at school and by you and, and what it's is just her independent. You can't at that point, at can you? Point. She's just she's a small person. And there's too much stimulus. Yeah, it's she yeah, she she absorbs stuff from everywhere, so it's impossible to attribute stuff to any particular source because mm. she's a as you heard she's her own human being with her own thoughts and it's almost like she can't help it mm-hmm. i love it at this stage but the one thing i worry about is my parents weren't that great especially my mum weren't that great uh, they were very good apparently at children at little toddlers and children not so great once we started being teenagers being our own people mm-hmm. And, um, like, I know parents have a hard time with that anyway, but, like, they really struggled once she started self-actualizing to that extent. And um, and I do worry because I'm not that great around people anyway. And so the more of a proper person he becomes, I worry. But I, I, you know, the, 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 I just enjoy Scarlett's company more and more at the moment. Like she is... Really quite. I mean, she can be incredibly loud and full on and constantly wants to perform for us. But actually, she's brilliant company. She's funny and thoughtful. It's lovely. I'm awful because I didn't ever want to be this sort of a parent. And I don't think I'm I don't think I'm at the worst excesses of this. But basically, as long as Noah isn't actually hitting someone, I don't. Nothing he does bothers me. As long as he isn't like actually being mean, nothing he does bothers me. So it doesn't at this stage really matter to me how loud, and he's loud because he's a three, nearly a three year old. It doesn't matter how loud he gets or how boisterous or whatever. I can't, I find myself indulging him all the time because it just doesn't bother me. And there are times when I'm like, yeah, I probably encouraged him to climb all over me onto the sofa, and that's fine while it's me, but he's going to think that's okay for him. Yeah, but he probably won't feel like that forever. No. And, you know, you'll be surprised in terms of boundaries. You know, usually if, you know, expect if he starts climbing over someone else and beating seven living bells of shit out of him, you'd probably ask him to stop, and I expect he would. He's Whereas Scarlet's five and still kicks the shit out of me, but she doesn't do it to other people. Although she did make her nosebleed on uh, Uncle Steve's chest. Her own? Yes. Oh, man. She went smashing into Uncle Steve's chest, and his is a bit more bony than mine. How much blood? Oh, it was, it was a reasonable nosebleed. Oh, Steve, I know. Yeah. Um, if we were doing the show that we're going to do in a minute, life partner Steve. How? Um, I think he's life partner Steve on this one as well. I can't keep up. I'm not sure. I haven't checked the wiki in a little while. No, yeah, no, no, me. But the list, the two little things, I actually uh, realised the other day while I was feeding Max spaghetti with cheese. Um, he's really good at eating spaghetti with cheese. It sounds like a meal on its own. Max spaghetti and cheese. Max spaghetti and cheese. But like um, Noah's all right just shoveling it into his own mouth. Max gets a bit confused when he has to do it himself, but if it's on a little fork, he's okay. Mm. And I... And um, and this, this is probably – I probably don't need to say this because most of the people listening have listened to us for a while. I hold no truck with that – what I think is a bullshit idea that um, children full will, will – like that what everyone needs is to have a child in their life and it will fulfill them and that – the main reason I'm thinking so much about this is I was talking uh, I was talking to my sister and my cousin uh, for a really long time on Saturday mm. night and he is he was talking about how he's just getting to the point where he's he's 40 he's coming up to 40 and he's realized that he probably won't have kids um and so we were having that discussion knowing that it's clearly something he's thinking about but not wanting to put too not wanting to add to any of that pressure because i don't believe that there should be any it's just not for some people but for me the other thing that the conversation made me realize is that i wasn't the only one in my family who i've sometimes thought that maybe i was mental thinking that there was no structure or stability to my early life and it's made me a bit of a Mm non-person where like a lot of what i do everyone is constantly performing learned behavior and learning how to be a person but most people have a bit more of it they're a bit more confident about a bit more of it by the time they hit their 20s and i just 
feel like uh, I don't really remember much before I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I thought that was just me, but we had a lot of trouble piecing stuff together, me and my sister, while we were talking. Um, and so I'm very aware that for me, until I had my dog, until I had the dog, Anya, the, the first dog, and it was just me and her, there were certain things that I hadn't really started to process my life sort of took on quite a lot of meaning then because I actually had something reliant on me. And for me, that was apparently, I would never have guessed, but that was apparently a huge like focusing element in my life. And, and we don't talk about it that much. We don't talk about it as much as maybe parenting podcasts tend to. But for me, like the amount of times that I'm sat with the boys and thinking, I really didn't have a life before these, like, Amy was a bit of a turning point for me as well because I'd never actually – I'd ended up in relationships before. I'd never actually gone after someone to that extent. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd never seen someone that I fancied, told them I fancied them, and then ended up with them. That wasn't the way things ever worked for me. But then with the boys, it's like suddenly I've got this focus to my life that I didn't have before. I probably didn't need all of that caveating. That's probably just confused matters. And just skip ahead 15 seconds. It, it, no, because we're at the 15 seconds. But so the spaghetti thing, I realized that literally across my whole 42 years with all of the drinking and the, the fun acid parties and, 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 and lots of, uh, sixth form sleepover, like home alone shit that was going on that was quite fun in terms of stories and stuff like that. Literally feeding macaroni cheese to Max. Noah's fun while he's eating it, but mm. feeding macaroni cheese to Max has to be one of my top five things that I've ever done. I just – I could do it. I can't see me getting bored of it. And the other thing is uh, since the side's been off Noah's beds because uh, his, his – we took the sides off his cot bed recently. And so he can – he's got – he's much more mobile. But bedtimes have been a little bit more fun and it's summer as well and he can see out into the garden. So we've got all of the bird feeders. Um, and – like a couple of nights in the last week, we have stood at the window and just watched. And there aren't that many birds coming to our garden. I think they're a bit nervous of our bird feeders at the moment. And there aren't that many birds around at this time. You know, they're, they're just starting to come out a bit now, I think. Um, is that not true? Are they just scared of our dogs? They're just starting to come out now. The birds are just started to come out now. It could be that um, if they haven't been used to visiting your garden previously, that they need to discover that it's now a food source. Yeah, our garden is a food source. So anyway, I was I was stood. We were stood in his in his window watching um, watching all the birds, and he was like talking about all of them and and stuff like that. I told him that the ones on the ground were probably looking for worms, and he was like, "Oh, looking for worms!" And he started talking about that. And while he was, and that was fun. It was just so lovely, and I knew that I kind of needed to be putting him down for sleep, but like that just wasn't happening because I was enjoying it too much. But then he just absentmindedly, and he does this sometimes. But I hadn't really registered it in quite – and I always love it, but I hadn't quite registered it. Just while we were talking, he just put his arm around me and just started stroking stroking my neck and my hair while we while we just looked at stuff. And I was like, like, this is f- actually fucking amazing. Oh, like, yeah. I basically was – for me personally, I was basically just coasting up to the mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say that when they have kids and it's just they're just talking bullshit because there's an endor- endorphin rush when you have kids mm-hmm. and then you know there are the peaks and the troughs but it's all so intense and mm-hmm. and there is an element of that but like I don't I just I don't think I was really I think I really was just treading water for a really really long time probably a lot longer than is mentally healthy for people um it was kind it's cool but kind of weird and intense. I can relate to that. So there's that. Um, Just a short one, yeah? Yeah. Also, uh, raised by narcissists. Again, there are certain things you're quite happy to burn certain bridges. Um, not happy, but you're willing to do it. And although we don't, people would think that we don't censor ourselves, there are definitely things that I'm waiting for people to die before I can talk about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the conversations we were having, it was like very, very odd and, and, um, talk, uh, just, just, 
very very strange we did the we ran the gamut about talking about our entire extended family and the weird relationship we all have with my uh, maternal grandfather like so much of the family idolizes he's dead now but so much of the family idolizes him and i thought of him as this completely different figure and so we were talking about that it was all very strange um and also um i realized i've and i don't want to talk about this on the other podcast even though it is tangentially comic related but like and this is something i've always been aware of and um there's a one of the things uh merlin man used to say on on um back to work i haven't listened to it in a while one of the things he used to say was related to hypocrisy and how people are so scared of being called a hypocrite that like but sometimes all it means is that like you you've evolved or you've adapted or something position yeah it's like being it's it's uh or or that you know it's It's like one of my constant frustrations in politics that changing position is seen as a bad thing yeah whereas surely the whole point of debate is to influence and to change people's minds but it's seen as a weakness isn't it ridiculous but like um and and so i do want to caveat this with saying that nothing we say is a hard and fast rule and i have definitely i've almost definitely done the thing I'm going to complain about and I never but I never behave totally consistently but I realized that in the last couple of years I've taken to saying when I share an article or something this confirms my bias mm-hmm. sometimes I'll say this seems this seems right or I agree with this or whatever or this this guy is a genius but generally speaking when I'm thinking about it I will say this confirms my bias and at first it was kind of this quirky little I thought I was being really clever like I was um, acknowledging that you know, I don't know enough about this, but like I'm I'm smart enough to say that I might be wrong, but this this seems legit. But I'm starting to wish everyone did it, and and part of the reason for that, and it's come up specifically with Batman versus Superman, um, Batman versus Superman articles, but that's only the most intense thing, like geek geek sites are talking about and it's especially ironic considering how many people are defending critical writing in the aftermath of that film because people are saying well critics aren't always right about everything and other people are saying no i have talked about how stupid critics are in the past but no this time they're absolutely right but anyway um it's i've I know that political writers do this. I know that everyone does this, but this is an area that I happen to know a little bit about. And so it really, really bothers me. And it's a film that I quite liked. So it makes it slightly harder for me as well. But I've read a couple of uh, uh, articles that were actually on a site called Vox, which isn't Mm. like one, isn't one of the fringe ones. It's one Mm. of the main content farms there is where they're really taking a hard line against Batman versus Superman. And there are definitely arguments to be had about those films, you know. Um, but they just, like, my, the, the one example I can point to of what I'm talking about is they're talking about how the DC movies are in trouble, like how Warner, everything is clearly shaky over there. And they have two examples. One is that a director has left one of the films aquaman and then the next one is and there were rumors that james one was going to be it's not the aquaman it's the other guy because there it's a it, it actually says there are rumors that james one was going to be uh, was leaving aquaman and then in brackets afterwards it says which uh which one has uh, uh, uh gone on twitter to say uh, to confirm are just rumors in brackets not like an edit to add or edited a few days later to, because this has been confirmed or an edit to say this. That was literally one of their arguments, like one of their two arguments that DC is in trouble. <laughs> and and they have to admit in the same sentence that it's not actually a thing. It's bullshit. Yes. And then there was another and, – and just a little bit down the page, the other supporting thing is that um, DC are disappointed with – or Warner are disappointed with the um, – uh, success of, or the, you know, the with how much money Batman versus Superman has made, and it's changing what they do. And it's a link, and the link just goes to a post from the same site before the 
like when it was still breaking all records I, in the um, first week. I read an article today that said it's taken up $802 million. I'd be surprised if they weren't happy with that. It's doing all right. It's doing very well. It, it, it's not it, It's not doing the sort of numbers that other films that other films well, in no, that it's not era- doing Star Wars money. Yeah, and but it's just but it's just sort of even if it was that's it. There are plenty of things. There are that plenty of could be wrong. So I'm just pulling yeah. it from my brain. There are plenty of ways that you can. There are plenty of ways that you can make your argument without using a rumor that has already been disproved mm-hmm. or a link to something that isn't actually a link to something. Well, I've shared with you my belief that there's just a, a narrative is formed and then everything around it is just consensus because it becomes, um, and geeks do this a lot, is stuff, and I, before I met you, we used to do it on the, the very old Monkey on My Back site, is snark. Because it's funny, it's easy to be wry and witty when you're snarking. So this narrative forms around something, and then you start the snark, and the it, it kind of snowballs, it self perpetuates. Yeah, and it's one of the things about Batman versus Superman is that apparently, if you really, really like it, mm. you're a DC fanboy and defend it. You're a DC fanboy, mm-hmm. which I don't think describes me really. But no, apparently, you hate DC. but all of the people I've seen complaining about the mm. film do it from the point of view that that isn't how those characters would act, and they love mm-hmm. those characters, which I've always taken to mean that they're DC fan people. So I don't understand. But anyway, my point isn't all of that um, necessarily. My point is. There's plenty of evidence to support any argument out there, mm. but this mindless shoving into our um, into our eyes and sh- resharing of stuff mm. that falls apart in the first paragraph. I, we definitely do it with politics, with political mm. posts and ideological posts, um, and we do it with all of the geeky stuff. But it's just I'm finding, and I know you're finding it as well, that it. I know really intelligent people who share this stuff sight unseen or not sight unseen. That's nonsense. Who share this stuff. And it's like they've completely abdicated all critical faculties and it makes me think less of them. Mm. And that's really weird and kind of sad. There's also this other thing where if you've ever said, and I have definitely done this, where if you've ever said, well, it doesn't matter that it turned out to be bollocks. It sounded right, didn't it? There's something really wrong with that, isn't there? Yeah. Like when something's obviously been proved to be either a lie or an onion article and you're like, oh, yeah, but it sounded right. No smoke without fire. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't understand what's wrong with us when we just share that stuff. And we all fucking do it. You know what I mean? I've probably, I'd, if, there was a, if there was one that sounded approximately like what I thought about Batman versus Superman, I probably wouldn't scrutinize it that closely. I've had, I've had calls to think about that um, quite a lot over the last couple of weeks. Um, after the Hillsborough verdict. Oh, yeah. And um, I remember having a, an argument with my father many years ago, because he died a long, time, a long time ago, but he'd really bought into the narrative that the Liverpool fans were to blame. And I remember having an argument with him about that and telling him it was bullshit. So over the last couple of weeks, I've been having quite a lot of arguments with him where I've been telling him I was right all along. But it's it's how a narrative can be created... And it it just becomes the truth, regardless of the amount of evidence that was was presented hmm. after the fact. You know, even during his lifetime, it's too late because a narrative is being created. You know, even after the Hillsborough verdict, you know, um, Yorkshire police were still sort of trying to caveat certain things. It's like, no, 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 that that's the old narrative, which was proven to be a lie. You've got to move on, but people can't because we like to be in our set settled ideas and change and um, the undermining of um, truth is really uncomfortable for people. It's really hard for us to deal with. But, you you know, you've got to approach the world with an open mind. Otherwise, it's a shocking and terrifying place, isn't it? Yeah, but I think people find it's a shocking and terrifying place when they're taking on new information all the time as well. But, but it's, I think it's less frightening if you accept that everything you know could well be bullshit. For us, but I think we see the world as pretty a pretty difficult and dark place 
a lot of the time anyway, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, so the I, more I think, information we can gather. But I, I, it goes back to sort of like my parenting is I try not to teach Scarlet binary ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, I try to subtly introduce the fact that there's nuance and you should be open-minded and accepting of, of other things, other ideas, just because they're different doesn't make them bad well that's um actually the funny thing is i just lost it a little bit then Mm. about that particular behavior Mm. when generally speaking and this is a bit probably a bit elitist of me Mm -hmm. generally i'm of the opinion and will argue this that it isn't people's fault like it's really normal and easy to be swayed by the media and politicians and i don't tend to think that much less of people because they've believed what the culture's telling them to believe you know the narrative in most things i'm like well i'd rather people were reading more mm-hmm. and i'd rather people were looking st- like finding their own news a bit more and stuff like that but even the people i know who are to the left don't do that. Mm-hmm. They find their news source and they trust it implicit, like yeah. completely most of the time. And so whenever I'm talking to um, someone who takes the position that people on benefits just need to like find themselves, do you know, all, all of those things that people say that we mm-hmm. think of as, um, th- there was the thing around the last no, election. I know. I don't, you know, genuinely don't think that they should be given up. Because it's fucking lazy. It's lazy thinking. It's lazy thinking, but everyone does it. Like li- literally, everyone does it once the, they once they find then once we're they all find them. We yeah, no, be absolutely, absolutely. But my point is, I try not to penalise one group mm. over it more than any other oh, no. group. And when I when I encounter it, I don't just go, "Oh well, he's old," mm. like or "Oh well, I mean, of course he thinks that." I will challenge it, but at mm. the same time, I, I try not to vilify people over it because I think it's a I think it's mm. like a natural thing, unless they're talking about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Well, Fucking so it's, Batman. I'm never going to watch that. You film. should. I'm it's so, really. No, I, I, I you should so have your own experience of it. Fucking sick of it. As I if that's possible. Gonna, as if you can yeah. have your own experience of I, it. I can't. It's the the film is is spoiled beyond all comprehension. Well, I, look. Tell I, you I what. Never then. want to see it. I hate it. Okay. And I've never seen it. Do do this for me then. Mm. Don't watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But watch Captain America: Civil War. Because apparently it does all the things that Batman vs. Superman was trying to do, but does it better. I don't want to watch that either. Do you know what I want to watch? I want to watch the new season of Turn, Washington Spies. I want to watch um, more of The Flash. I've been watching a lot of the first season of The Flash. The interesting thing about those shows, because I don't tend to touch those really, like... Which which show are we doing now? No, we're still doing... uh, We're still doing Serial Man. You know... um, uh, with shows like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead and all of those shows, mm-hmm. people talk a lot about spoilers. And some people are really haphazard about it, but most people, um, people at least talk about it and are like, yeah. well, when's the right time for me to ruin this for people? Blah, blah. It's been yeah. out for 24 hours. What's the problem? Um, the thing I've noticed by delving into a show like mm. Flash, people don't give a shit about spoiling that show at all. At all. They're like live tweeting it as they're watching it. My guess would be that it doesn't depend on big shocks and turns to entertain. It seems like it's just quite a joyous program. Some of it, I think some of the stuff I've read today might do, might hamper my enjoyment of it later. It's my own stupid fault. I literally did that thing where I thought, where I started reading someone's Mm. Twitter timeline at the top and I was like, oh, it sounds like they, they're talking about an episode of Flash. I wonder if it's one of the ones I've seen. And then back, tra- even though why would it be? I'm watching episodes from a year and a half ago and then backtrack through their timeline, reading ever more evidence that what I was reading was massive spoilers and you, kept going. You Wally. Such a fucking idiot. I, I had a Game of Thrones. I, 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 I kick myself because I'm up to date with Game of Thrones, although I haven't watched this week's episode. And someone just quite happily retweeted a spoiler from one of the cast members. It was a subtle spoiler. But there was enough there for me to be like, oh, all right then. Cheers. They didn't even give me 24 hours to catch up. You know? Was it from the Red Lady? 
Yeah. Yeah, you see, I saw that later on. Mm. People didn't give a shit about that one either. Yeah. Michael Moore, he mm. can fuck off. He, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. If I would not, because he's not been well recently, I would not he used, go after Michael Moore because we'll be backtracking and regretting it. He used, I won't, I don't care. I like Michael Moore. He, uh, I did, when he was just doing those little films. Yeah. I did not like, was it Bowling for Columbine? Yeah, yeah. Which the first half of it's a documentary and the other half is as shamelessly exploitative as any Hollywood. Like Sometimes since I've seen Bowling for Columbia. I think so it was that one. You. Maybe it wasn't that one. Maybe it was the other one. What's the one about army recruitment? Uh, I forget. I can't remember. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. But, I mean, I, I can At live... At Zack Snyder didn't direct it. I can live with him making things I don't like. Right. But don't just post... Game of Thrones spoilers to make your stupid American politics point. Jesus. Oh, yeah, no, that's a bit much. It was an animated gif of, like, the last scene in an episode. The most recent one? Yeah, the cock knocker. Yeah. Oh, no, but you see, for anyone who isn't listening, uh, who isn't listening, for anyone who isn't listening, this is irrelevant. Skip forward 15 seconds. <laughs> but for anyone... Just who, a short one. For anyone who's watching Game of Thrones but hasn't seen the latest episode yet. I haven't we, seen the latest episode. We have just spoiled that. I have just spoiled then that something happens in the last scene. Well, of course it does. It's Game of Fucking Thrones, mate. Yeah, that's true. Of course something happens in the last scene. That's all it is now. Even if it's just a a, a dinosaur does something. Do you know what I hate, mate? I hate myself as well for getting into Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones does not respect women. I hate you too. Yeah. It doesn't respect women, you're right. Mind you, it doesn't respect men much either, but it definitely doesn't respect women. No. I think the weird thing is that least of all it respects people of colour because it just doesn't bother with them for the most part. Yeah, that's true enough. doesn't have them there. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm so racist. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so fucking racist. It's it's systemic, though. It's fucking ingrained in it. Of course yeah. it's normal. They're all white. That's normal. Of course it fucking is. <laughs> oh, God. And on that bombshell, it's James is a victim of... It's fucking sy- hard. Not a victim. J- James is a proponent of systemic racism. Uh, listener, we have been two grown men. You have been uh, wonderful. If you don't want to hear us, then can you skip forward 15 seconds? Shit, should have said that a minute ago. Thank you, listener. Bye. Bye. <laughs>